Spotlight. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Fast am I and welcome to Spotlight with me, Sarah Hendy. On today's programme, we'll be looking ahead to the Isle of Man Art Festival, which is taking place this weekend, and we have an opportunity for you to show us the island you love through poetry and photography. Spotlight at manxradio.com is the email address if you'd like to get in touch about something creative you're up to and you can listen back to just about every episode of Spotlight through our podcast on the Manx Radio website. The calendar really is fit to burst with creative events this weekend and to start us off, Graham Ryder, one of Grenaby Studios' resident artists, is here to tell us about an exciting collaborative artwork being unveiled this Friday. Yes, so we've, we're open uh, Friday the 3rd, Saturday the 4th, and um, Monday the 6th. Not open, not open on Sunday because apparently there's some roadworks or something. But on each of those days, it's open 11 till 5. Um, the more special thing, I suppose, might be the sculpture, collaborative sculpture, which we've put together. Uh, this was done with some assistance from the Arts Council for, for Materials. Um, it's quite a uh, it's quite a large piece, actually. I was helping to lift it uh, yesterday, and it's quite heavy, based on uh, obviously the sun, um, and it's going to be taking um, parts of uh, the segments, if you like, from each of the people that are resident. So I'm doing one, obviously. Um, Deborah Tracy Carney's doing um, the middle piece, which is uh, a glass piece, which uh, when we face the sculpture to uh, the sun, hopefully what will happen is as the sun comes up, it will come through the, the glass part through the centre. Claire Peace is doing a segment, Nicola Dixon, Rosie Glassy, Graham Hall, myself, Joanna Louie, Pauline Quayle, Alice Rose Fail, Rosie Wood, and as I said, um, Deborah's doing the the middle segment. It's about, let's say, two, possibly over just over two meters wide, or diameter is about two meters wide. Um, it's metal and in, clad in wood. Uh, my piece is a piece of stone which I've painted. Uh, other people's is stone, and they've got uh, engraving into the into the stone. Other people's. Um, uh, has emblems, etc. So it's it's quite a sophisticated piece, actually. Uh, as it's taken about two months to put together, but as I've seen it develop, I've, I've become um, not so much impressed by mine, <laughs> impressed by the the whole collaborative effort. It's the first thing I've been involved with like it. So it's um, it's been quite a, an adventure, really. To, to be involved uh, and I hope people like it the, 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 there's going to be pebbles which uh, people are, are asked to paint blue um, which will sit on the ground around it and that, that's to symbolise the sea so we have a, an emblem of the sun for, for, for Beltane and then the, the sea around that um, so it's a sort of uh, quite colourful and hopefully quite symbolic of, of the, the festival really mm-hmm. 
it sounds like Grenoble Studios answer to Stonehenge, which is quite <laughs> special for the other plan, I suppose. Um, and, and so I love the fact that uh, not only are you working with each other, yes, mm. you work alongside each yes. other in your own spaces at Grenoble Studios, but yes. the fact that you're collaborating. How yes. has that been as a process? Because it's quite different when you have to, you have to kind of almost let your guard down a little bit, don't you? And sort of uh, yes. open your mind to, to doing things that perhaps you've not tried before. Yes. I mean, I've been involved in quite a few things in the past uh, with other artists. And, and sometimes it can be quite difficult because, uh, I don't know, egos get involved, etc., etc. Um, uh, but this has been really, um, I won't say smooth, but but we've worked well together. That's, that's, that's the thing I come away with. Um, you know, everyone's pulled their weight and they, they've, they've thought about what other people are doing. So uh, I saw a collage of the uh, different pieces as they'll fit together. Uh, a couple of days ago that Rosie had made and it just looked as though you know it looks felt right um so it's been actually a good experience um and not I mean these things again can take a long time um but this this hasn't taken a long time especially everything everyone's been um you know efficient about what they're doing and uh, you know done pretty much um what we set for ourselves as a brief in our meetings you know a couple of months ago you've uh, you've done very well to keep it under wraps all of you because the the first <laughs> i've i've seen of this collaboration has appeared in sort of the last week or so i think the fact that you all work closely next to each other at the yeah. studios has probably really done a lot to sort of uh, secure that bond between you as creatives um yes. and so lovely that people can come along and be part of that artwork as well by mm. painting the stones that represent the sea yes mm-hmm. yes i know rosie was uh, visiting a school i think yesterday um, so school children are, are invited to take part as well um, and to I don't know, learn more about some of the traditions, folklore, etc. That, uh, that are part of the island's heritage, really. Having lived in Norfolk for such a large portion of your life, I'm sure there are a lot of uh, native folk tales and traditions. Um, ours here must be quite new to you and quite different, or, or, or are you noticing similarities? It's interesting that one um, because the, this is uh, such an interesting landscape. I'm, I, I paint landscapes, and this is um, a gift to a landscape painter. Really, you've got such um, you've got mountains, hills, um, the sea, of course, different kind of colour of sea. I mean, in Norfolk, it's it's just grey, really, the sea. Uh, whereas here, it becomes emerald green and it's quite lovely um and the glens are so we were in glen helen um over the weekend a beautiful place really lovely so you know there's so much to celebrate here um in terms of landscape and i was saying to somebody the other day that we were talking about some of the celtic type symbols and, and patterning that that that, uh, that you get uh, and uh, uh, it seemed to me that some of the uh, shapes and patterns that evolve from, say, the water coming down the hills and into the streams, etc., is could be a place from which that comes. You know, so I think perhaps I'm not an expert, but perhaps things spring from the landscape in that sort of way. Um, mm-hmm. When I was in Norfolk, I, I, I really um, enjoyed painting the 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 beach. It was. Uh, Wonderful beaches in North Norfolk and East Norfolk. People say it's flat, but it, it, it wasn't completely flat. But 
you know, it was the beaches that I really enjoyed painting. With the fire festival this weekend as well, Eve Alden mm. on Sunday, uh, where people in Peel were celebrating the sort of beginning of summer. Yeah. This all ties in so beautifully together. I can't help but wonder if our increasing awareness of the need to protect our environment is kind of taking us back to those traditions which celebrate the land, which celebrate the seasons, which celebrate our natural environment and kind of bring us closer to it, perhaps. I'm sure that's true. Um I think it's been gathering pace from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s as a rejection of perhaps the materialism of, of the cities, etc, etc. Um, so yeah, I'm sure there's there's something in that. And so lovely that although we we can't visit Grenaby Studios as, as a shop anymore um, on the Fridays and Saturdays no. where you used to used to open previously, um, Grenaby Studios will very much still be on the scene when it comes to sort of seasonal celebrations. Yes. Um, what a gorgeous rural setting to yes. be uh, celebrating the seasons and kind of uh, bringing people out, bringing people together um, in that creative space. Yes, oh, it's lovely. Um, I'm really fortunate to find a space there or two and a half years or so ago. Um, and you know the um, madras who run it are lovely people. Um, they, they leave us alone and let us get on and do our work, and um, that's you know that's rare, I think, uh, to find something. I mean, for me, it's um, it's it's uh, got plenty of light. It's the space I've got. It's not huge, but it's just enough. To, to, to do what I want really and to be left alone and just get on with it it's great so yep. we can we can look forward to to more events through through the year yes mm-hmm. yeah so um, I mentioned the sculpture which we've been producing hopefully we'll be putting something on the the other side of it come um, hop to night so come Halloween on the other side we're going to uh, try and produce some which is the reverse of the the Beltane imagery um so there's that look to look forward to and of course they'll we'll be having events in the autumn and then before christmas so we're looking forward to that and uh, it's it's always nice to uh, meet people and because uh, uh, you, you have work in a gallery and you can you can hopefully sell it but sometimes you don't meet the people that buy it at all and you don't get any sort of um, feedback or whatever and it's always nice to meet people and, and to talk about the work and other things I had conversations there last time I think it was just before Christmas uh, people who were musicians people who were also painters or sculptors um, and just gen- general public who had some really good quite quite good insights into mm-hmm. you know, the arts etc which you know which I learned from, so it's uh, it's always a good experience. Well, I for one can't wait to see this sculpture you've all been working on. Thank you so much for joining us today, yeah. Graham. That's my pleasure. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. And we're now joined by Jane Hall and Rebecca Odessa, who are kicking off this Art Fest weekend with a preview night for one and all at the Engine House in Castletown. Yeah, we're doing a preview. 
um, which is tomorrow evening, Thursday, from 6.30pm till 9pm. Um, we've got the work of five amazing artists to show and we've got about 50 pieces up um, which we hung last weekend to make sure that we were going to be ready and it looks fantastic. I'm so excited and so pleased about how it's turned out. Um, when I did um, the show before Christmas last year, you know, I, I realised then that you know lighting was a big problem but we've now got lighting installed and a hanging system so I can really show the artwork now to its best effect. Um, I've got Rebecca Odessa who's actually come along with me today, Dewan Moore, Anna Klukas, Petrina Kent and Daniel Price. So some of the island's, you know, best known and, and well-respected artists. Um, I, I couldn't ask for more really. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and Rebecca, you've been involved in the art festival before, is that right? But it's the first time that the Engine House has been on the map for the art festival, isn't it? How is it exhibiting there? Yeah, that's right. Um, it's fantastic. Um, Obviously, I went down last weekend and hung my work. And, yeah, it was great, especially with the hanging system that they've installed. And Jane's right, the lights make – it just makes the work come alive. Um, there's nothing quite like it being directly lit. Um, yeah, so, no, it's great. It's it's fabulous to be shown at the Engine House. Mm -hmm. I'm really pleased. What work can we look forward to seeing from you this weekend? Um, well, I'm showing in a, a couple of places. At the Engine House, I'm showing collages. So um, – so just a range of collages. There's one quite big one, which is about the Isle of Man. And then there's some smaller ones, which um, kind of analyse the human condition. And some are a little bit humorous and some are quite deep. Um, yeah. Oh, great. Well, it'll be lovely to see those. Um, yeah. And I mean, we'd be fools not to recognise the fact that you don't have a Manx accent. Right. Are you from yes. New Zealand? That's right, New Zealand. Um, my mum's from here originally. She's from Peel. Um, born and bred and they immigrated when she was little and that's where I was born and grew up and the family all kind of came back at various times so we all live over here now so mm. lovely well it's um it's lovely that you're involved and in, for the Isle of Man the Isle of Man Art Festival is the it's the first thing of its kind for us really we had the um the art crawl which has just kind of expanded and mm. expanded is does it remind you of anything that you you would have done in New Zealand or um, um and, and if so do you find it a bit different at all because I suppose being such yeah. a small island community there might be some differences there um, well, before I was living on the island, not so much in New Zealand, but I was living in Sydney, which obviously has a huge art scene, um, very commercial. Um, but yeah, th they had similar things. And every year they have um, like a sculpture by the sea event, which is wonderful. And it just means that a lot of people can get out and see art together and, and people who don't um, normally view art. And I think that's what the art festival is great for. It's, you know, it's for everybody. Kids would love it. Um just to see what the island has to offer. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it's quite new, unique, though, because of the because we're on an island. Oh, yeah. well, because mm. it's easy to get to the venues as well. It's yes. quite small, isn't yeah. it? So you can actually mm. do the whole festival over the space of the weekend. You know, you can plan yeah. your journey and think, OK, this weekend, you know, on Friday or Saturday or whatever, I'll do, you know, the north of the island and, and Laxey. And then on Saturday, I might do the south. And, yeah, it, it's very doable. Mm. Yeah. So true. And Rebecca, as a creative living mm. on the Isle of Man, how has it affected uh, your work and your inspirations? Has, have things changed at all for you since moving here? Um, I think, I mean, it's undoubtedly beautiful. Um, I don't do landscapes in particular, um, but 
probably one of the biggest effects it's had is it's given me a lot more time to work because there's not the same distractions you would get in a big city. And that's been invaluable. I love living here as an artist. It's a great place to create. And and have you had chance to to meet and to work with at all uh, the other artists who are exhibiting at the Engine House this year in, in installing your work even? That's where Jane's been amazing with, you know, um, the Manx Art Directory because it a, you get to know what's on on the island because you can end up even as a creative like living in a little bubble and you think you're the only person doing what you're doing and then you you know you meet Jane and you're connected to all these other people and Jane's done I think a lot to, to bring artists together and to make it feel like we're in a community of artists so true well yeah. I hope um, I'm sure you'll enjoy this weekend it's such a fabulous opportunity to to get together with other creatives mm-hmm. um, and with the preview tomorrow night it's a lovely opportunity for people who are exhibiting to get see the to art see festival before yes. it starts if they so can't get out from their own yeah. exhibit you know their own exhibition you know they've got an opportunity to come and have a look at work somewhere else which is you know yeah, a, a bonus, I think. Yeah, and a lovely place to catch up with people who are involved with it as well before so. before the big event. Oh, yeah. that's lovely. So just remind us when we can come to the Engine House uh, for the preview, but also to see the exhibits over over the next month or so. So the preview is tomorrow evening, Thursday, from six thirty until nine, and then after that, the we're, we're not open Friday, but Saturday, Sunday, and Monday will be open ten a.m. till four p.m. And then you know the office is open. You can pop in between eleven o'clock. And two o'clock any day, Monday to Friday, and the show's on throughout the whole of May. So under uh, the weekends as well. So so feel free to go in and wander around and have a look. You're very very welcome. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Now, have you ever heard of a poetry map? Nor had I, but UNESCO Biosphere Isle of Man, Culture Vannin and the Manx Bards are in the process of creating an interactive map of the island which will allow us to see the place we call home through the eyes of others. And they want you to get involved. A huge part of the role of Biosphere, UNESCO Biosphere Isle of Man, is to connect people with nature and to encourage them to celebrate the sense of place that we have in the Isle of Man. We decided to um, create a poetry map as a lasting legacy um, to uh, a way of people to express what they think about the Isle of Man, where their favourite places are, their favourite um, habitats, landscapes, their escape spots. Um, you can get involved by submitting your poems to our website um, and I'll give you the link at the end and they will appear on a poetry map on the Culture Vannon website so that anyone can just click on the pinpoint on the map, read the poem, find out a little bit more about the place and hopefully go explore it for themselves. So really you're encouraging people to get out there and discover new places as well as uh, perhaps write about places that they already know and love. Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot to discover out there, isn't there? We're really blessed, you know, those of us who are able to get out and about are not very far at all from beautiful beaches and, uh, you know, dramatic hillsides, pretty towns and villages, our wonderful seascapes that we all enjoy. Um, And there is always something new to explore in the Isle of Man so you can feel free to submit a poem that you've already written about a place that you know and love and visit frequently and has a special place in your heart or get out there and explore somewhere new and uh, see if it inspires you to write. Mm -hmm. 
And people are also being encouraged to submit a photograph alongside the poem that they've written. Um, but there are some some things we need to take into consideration when we're sort of heading out into the natural environment where perhaps birds are nesting. We, we have to be careful not to disturb anything. Yes, absolutely. I mean, common sense applies. Some of our sites, such as the Air's uh, Nature Reserve and our ASSIs, our areas of special scientific interest, actually have regulations around um, you know what you can and can't disturb. So we would just ask people to, to, to use their common sense, use caution, don't disturb disturb any nesting birds for example at this time of the year don't disturb any valuable habitats but that doesn't mean to say that they can't get out and enjoy the fantastic countryside out there mm-hmm. and although we're enjoying spring here on the isle of man i suppose poems wouldn't be restricted to a certain season it could perhaps be about kirk michael in winter absolutely i mean the isle of man in all its moods is absolutely captivating um and y- yeah i mean photographs might be best taken at this time of the year revisit a spot if you've already written a poem but yeah we want to we want to kind of ca- encapsulate all that there is about life in the isle of man Mm-hmm. And James, it's so lovely to see how celebrating our culture and our history and the arts are sort of merging with conservation and um, a celebration of the landscape. Um, how did Culture Vanning come to be involved in this? Well, Joe and the Biosphere team came to us and told us of their plans. And we are really excited about it because I think a lot of conversations about the Isle of Man talk about how pretty it is which of course it is but that misses out so much of what anyone who lives here will feel is that it's not just a pretty place but a very special place Mm -hmm. and all around us are beautiful places which mean so much to so many people in so many different ways and for us this idea of people engaging creatively with space was a lovely lovely idea and so it just got us really excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. And so I suppose we're not just being encouraged to, to sort of celebrate the, the beauty and the, the picturesque views on the Isle of Man, but um, but also life on the Isle of Man. Absolutely. it's um, And of course, the biosphere is not just about a pretty flower and a pretty view. It's about um, the life which is lived here on the Isle of Man. And so if you feel so inclined, I'm sure... Uh, a poem about Chester Street Car Park would be uh, very much appreciated, just as much perhaps as um, South Barule or your favourite Glen or whatnot. Because the biosphere isn't, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't a um, just green, pretty stuff. It's the entirety of the Isle of Man. This is the point of the biosphere, Isle of Man. Whose idea was the interactive map? Because it's, it seems like such an original idea. Credit for that idea has to go to James and the creative team at Culture Vannon. Um, I'm in awe of their creative skills, actually, on a daily basis. Um, So we kind of came up with the idea of gathering these poems. For the biosphere uh, globally movement, storytelling is a very important facet of, of, of what we do. Biosphere is all about man's interaction with the environment, man's interaction with nature and, um, you know, telling that telling that story. Um, but then we thought, well, what do we do with these poems? How do we display them? Do we produce a book or, do, you know, do we do something more traditional? And James came up with the idea of the map. And John Dog Collister, as one of the Manx bards, you're very much inspired by your surroundings. You do a lot of nature walks, you, you know the land very well, and a lot of your writing is about that anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm a proud Manxman, and uh, the, my, my two favourite places are the Curragh, which I've written about, and uh, Montpellier. And I still haven't written a poem that I like about Montpellier. It's a fantastic place. Montpellier in the Isle of Man, of course. Montpellier in the Isle of Man. <laughs> uh, you get to it going up uh, up uh, Blaff Glen, up over the top, and you can see uh, 
the highest house in the Isle of Man from there. And it's a stand of beech trees. There's a little stream. There used to be a water splash and up in there. And I use the expression, the fairies exist. That's where they live. And I've taken a number of people up there and everybody agrees. Yeah. Why do you think it is that um, this poem about Montpellier has eluded you so far? It's because I like it so much. And I, and I can't put into words... Um, I'm nearly crying, Doc. I, I can't put into words what it means. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's one of the beautiful things about um, about poetry, about the arts, about expressing yourself is um, is celebrating what you see. But but then I don't know. It's like when I interview artists, I always feel like I'm defeating the object because they've already expressed themselves. They've already done what they're here to do. They've already you know been creative and told me what they think. Um, and there I am, sort of asking them to dissect it. So I can appreciate what you're saying about how something can be so beyond words that it's very very difficult to kind of um to put into writing um there's you, you've written i mean as you say a number of works about um about the landscape about the isle of man um, about what inspires you here and one of those is spoot Ven, yeah. which has been selected for this poetry map um yeah. i wonder if i could ask you if you might be okay to share that poem with us just to right. maybe give people a bit of inspiration right um i i walk to the fair every year i've done it for about 20 25 years now and i go past spootvan chapel on the way to the fair that's the old route up over stockfield road and sartfield road and so on so i'd be passing it and um and then there's the glen you you come in there at the top of the glen and there's a waterfall there my kids have been down that waterfall <laughs> crackers but it's a fantastic place so anyway spootvan the gracious chapel shows its age the many years have taken toll Pains cracked and lost, some absent slates, but walls gave strength to many a soul. The walls now held an ivy grip, the door looks out on ancient ways, that many walked the fields and fairs, as was the custom in those days. A winding path leads to the stream with ford above the great spoot van, where brown trout lurk in shadowy pool and follow meanders down the glen. There, bound by tall beech and elm, an ancient keel in peaceful shade. Forebears called it Cabal Ferric, its earthen banks so neatly laid. For ages great Glenmoor has known the tread of foot, the tramp of horse, the hiss of steam, the singing rail as iron spanned its waters coast. Now memories linger like the scent of honeysuckled summer's eve, where bluebells throng rejoicing spring, soon winter's grip, but do not grieve. But man has always touched each season, known that summer follows spring. The quiet chapel and the keel have known the praising voices sing. Pathways buzz from children's laughter, the chaffinch and the ravens call. All who discover will be moved by the peace at Spootvan Fall. That's all we have time for now, but if you want to find out more about all of these fantastic events and opportunities, head to the Spotlight blog on the Manx Radio website, where you'll find details and links to help you plan your weekend. I'll be back next Wednesday at half past five here on Manx Radio, with updates from as many of these events as I can get to. But until then, have a lovely creative week. Plan you.